0: Hello, how are you, Nana?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I am okay. It's day 5,548 of the coronavirus or the year of the coronavirus, and all the days mm-hmm. are mushing together for me.
1: So, yes, it's all one long day, it seems like.
0: But yeah, I will say I look forward to watching this episode. Want something to look forward to, something bright and funny.
1: Yeah, it's hard to, like, stop once you get to the end of an episode. I always want to watch ahead. So that's the
0: hardest part. Yes, I agree, especially with 30-minute episodes. Well, this episode, which is episode four, is called Valley of the 20-something Guys. A quick flash recap of the episode is this is the episode that Big and Carrie begin their toxic relationship it's also the episode that Carrie and Samantha decide they're, they're going to try out or date 20-something-year-olds. The episode where Charlotte gets a request from a boyfriend of hers that alarms her, or rather, I would say she overreacted to a request that she was asked, a sexual request. And the episode where we did not hear much from Miranda. Is that a good <laughs> Absolutely
1: I remember that is nice and succinct
0: for sure. <laughs> so we'll dig into it and see what we thought. I mean, I think for the last few episodes we've said at the, at the top of the episode what we thought about it. I thought it was a pretty enjoyable episode. I mean, I did like it. But what did you think?
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm actually surprised by how many things they managed to cram into an episode that's not even 30 minutes, I don't think. I think it was like 20 something.
0: Yeah, but, um, yeah, I enjoyed it I enjoyed it Okay, so we begin the episode And we see a montage of Big and Carrie just meeting Everywhere, and I chuckled Because you would mentioned some episodes back How you get irritated At how they keep bumping into each other Yes <laughs> <at different places. laughs> Look, I get it, I've
1: lived in a big city Like New York, and I know like Within your social circles, you see the same People all the time sometimes But I just feel like the extent that like, these people keep running into each other is a bit unbelievable for me. But it is I, what it is. I
0: agree because there were also certain places where it was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, not my guy." But and okay. it's like,
1: so you've never seen this man before ever, <laughs> and now all of a sudden you're at the same christenings. Like I was like, "Come on, <laughs> come on, really." <laughs>
0: But anyways, um, Big finally gets his shit together and they finally decide on meeting up on a date or is it a date? But I thought it was a weird um, place that they decided to meet. It was the opening of a new restaurant that um, Samantha's PR company um, was hosting. So all four of the girls were there and it was gonna be a crowded place. But then I guess that was where um, Big and Carrie had decided to meet. But I think something that stood out to me was um, when they were talking about it, Charlotte was talking about her new boyfriend, Brian, and Miranda says, oh, Mr. Big is coming. And then I realized that one thing I was looking forward to when we were rewatching was to see how they got away with just calling him Mr. Big and never actually saying his name. And I realized unless I missed it, we never found the origin of why it was Big. Why wasn't it Mr. Red, Mr. Suit? Mr. Black I don't know why was it Mr. Big
1: going to episode one I think it was probably Mr. Big because Samantha talks about how he's one of the big bachelors to get in New York so I was thinking that was why because he's like a big timer
0: okay that's. but maybe
1: I'm giving him too much credit you know yeah
0: and it's funny I was trying to dig in my memory bank to see if it was ever mentioned how they go but I have no memory of that and I just realized Miranda just says Mr. Big because we know um, Carrie and Samantha have had that conversation about him. But I don't mm-hmm. know if you he actually heard Charlotte, Miranda's. you know, so, I mean, it's already yeah. established. I don't know if it was a conscious thing with the writers where they were like, we're just not going to say his name or if it evolved. It's just I don't know. I felt like I, it would have been nice if there was a whole like I just don't yeah. know how they never we skipped her never asking him what his name was maybe she knew the whole time i don't know but it was just something yeah
1: we don't actually find out his name until the movie, until right? the movie.
0: <laughs> exactly um until the finale i want to say oh <laughs> no yes you're okay, right. Sure. The yes but yeah so that's to me but anyways like i mentioned earlier charlotte was talking about her new boyfriend brian and this is what i found funny she was like the three things that she looks for in a man he had looks <laughs> Manners and money, and I'm yes. like, good for you, Charlotte. And if you it's, I on actually, Brian,
1: but I wrote this down because I was going to ask you, what's your big three? Oh, yeah. Oh, put you on the spot. Don't put me on the spot. <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Uh, what's your big three? Oh, as wow. of right now, I know it can change, but let's just say as of right now.
0: I'm trying to th- I don't even know. See, the things that are coming to mind sound so basic. I feel like I have a it few basic. I have so said it. that so many times. I want someone who is who is open-minded.
1: Uh-huh. That's number 1.
0: <laughs> um, oh god. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I think I really I, have I, have the other way from on the spot is like I'm now trying to list like characteristics of no, my so I don't say cool. something It will
1: make you give like the truth. Okay,
0: I will say. Okay, I will say. I want to say tall. I don't think my husband is particularly tall, but I've also dated people that weren't tall or anything. But I do like tall men. Okay, I I don't know. I mean, nice looking. I I think that's. Oh, here's the thing. I don't think I'm hung up on looks, but my best friend thinks like I am hung up on looks. She says excuse me.
1: Okay, I ask you for three quick things, and you're explaining. Okay, I'm an a failure. I don't blindness. know what it is.
0: Okay, sorry. Okay, let me just do, let me just do that. Open-minded, open-minded, tall, yes, and
1: nice-looking. Okay, that's good. I'm trying to. Okay, my three. I haven't actually thought about this. Oh, but I can say three, you
0: know.
1: Oh, okay. lord. <laughs> Tall, because I do like tall men I have yes. dated not so tall men But I would prefer a man who's tall mm-hmm. Um, A man who can hold a conversation Yeah, Like hold my interest mm. And third, I know you're going to say looks But I actually wouldn't I would say respect I have a big thing about feeling disrespected <laughs> So mm-hmm. I feel like a man who's respectful okay. And respectful doesn't necessarily mean boring I feel like some men Do that whole fake respect because they're trying to get something from you. Yeah. But like true respect. And you can tell someone who's respectful from the way they talk to you, even when they're angry, the way they talk about your friends, your family, all of that. So, yeah, those would be my three most important things, I'd say.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Everything I was going to say for you was purely physical. So, (laughs) should I say it? Uh, Okay. Yeah. Let
1: me hear it. Let me
0: hear it. Oh, I was going to say tall, dark, and bearded. <laughs>
1: uh, no comment. Okay.
0: <laughs> moving on, I guys. That's
1: 100% <laughs> true, but no comment.
0: So, moving on, I think it was very weird that Big called whatever it was a thing. Mm-hmm. A drink I, I guess, thing. This guy is in his 40s. Okay, you know, I'm watching objectively, you know, whatever. And Charlotte, ever the optimist, she's like, thing is good. Thing comes before date. And I'm like, ugh.
1: Like, yeah, that bugged <laughs> me too. Because literally, I was watching I'm like, wow, you people are big women, you
0: know? You you're know talking
1: about, they sounded like they were in high school.
0: I know, but you know what? I, I Eventually down the episode, I will say that I was getting hard on them. And I was like, you know what, Tane? You've been through this also. This is how we sounded, stupid. Yeah. So You know, it's but just not- hard to believe that they were in their 30s. I, yes.
1: I like, oh. but, anyway, that let's be nice
0: yeah yes that's been nice. especially because things comes before day, and it just reminds me of how I feel like women should have translator on our resumes because how many times have we tried to decipher something a man has done or said yes. to make ourselves feel better or to make him look better? Do You so. know what I can't I need to pipe
1: down being so hard on these women because. Not even a month ago, I know me myself. I was screenshotting text messages to send to a friend. Wait, do you think I'm overreacting? What do you think this means? Oh,
0: <laughs> so, please don't say that because I'm about to go into Carrie later in the episode. So. <laughs> I know
1: exactly what you're about to say, but I can't pretend like I haven't done the same. Exactly. So maybe I shouldn't drag them as much, but exactly. they're kind of it's, big it's, women. It's a right. Bring them into late they're in the mid to
0: late 30s, right? Um, Yeah, I want to say early. I want to say like 32, 33. Except some men. Okay. But I think okay. yeah, they're in their yeah. early 30s. But yeah, it's basically a rite of passage as a woman. Like, if you say you've never done that, you're lying. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that that because, be nice. So anyways, they go into the bar and Skipper... The, no, I'm sorry. They were still outside. And Skipper the incel is mentioned because... Um, I think Charlotte refers to him as a boyfriend, or I don't know how, what she said. I forget exactly what it is that she said. And then she, Charlotte says, How you can you handle an unfocused younger man? And Miranda corrects him. I was like, I'm not dating him. It's just a fuck thing. And I'm like, <laughs> You can but I wouldn't claim Skipper myself. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> put, put
1: him in his place.
0: I was like, ouch. <laughs> put him in his place. So basically, we know where Charlotte stands dating a younger man. And then... Mm-hmm. And honestly, every time I see a party, they go into the club, they say hi to Samantha, she's at the door um, um working. And then they're going, and it's so crowded, and it's so hard to have a conversation. And I'm like... Every time I see a party or a club scene on the show, I literally break out into hives because I'm like, how did I do this when I was younger? Like nothing about it appeals to me. The other day, oh, not the other day, sometime last year, this, before lockdown, I was walking through the city and I just saw a line. I was, I think it was a concert and I was walking to get my cab to go home and I just saw this line at the club and it was cold. Yep. It's like, how? Because I used to do that. I used to line up, then I'll pay dollars and then just get in the cold to get into a crowded place where I have to stand in heels because back then you know, I could wear flats. And yeah,
1: I'd rather eat a jean jacket right now than do any of that. (laughs) But I do think it's a rite of passage. And also you're spending time with your friends. And nowadays, our friends, everyone's in a different situation. Some people have children. Some people are married. Some people have other responsibilities. So you find different ways to spend time with your friends. But I think at that time in my life, it was how we spent time with our friends. Yes, it was. So it was fun, quote unquote. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah.
0: It's crazy how you evolved. Something that was so fun to you that you looked to. Listen, (laughs) I remember a Saturday night where me and my friends were so broke. And we decided we're just going to take our chances and dress up and go out to the clubs and see who would let us in for free. Like, we did that, that willingly. <laughs> willingly. I can't even hate, because my <laughs> friends
1: and I were queens of getting there before 12. You know what it's like, ladies free before, sorry, before 11 or yeah. before 10. Yeah, we were queens of that. And you'd go in and it would be like tumbleweeds yeah. inside I know as you waited. Wow. for the club to fill up or you're nursing one drink the whole night because you know your broke ass should have been at home uh, at it home. is
0: what it is <laughs> <laughs> so as we go on and miranda and carrie are talking we realize how old this show is because one Carrie's checking her messages uh, for her answering machine in the club and two she's doing it with a payphone and
1: yes <laughs> That was so funny to me Because at first I was like, who is she calling? And then I realized she was calling her voice But I was like, oh my gosh, I
0: forgot you could do that back in the day I know uh, So she hands the phone over to Miranda And she's like, can you decide whether he's making it as a date or as a friend? And then she's like, man, I feel so pathetic wondering if he kind of likes me Not if he likes me, but if he kind of likes me but again, remember, they're in their early 30s. I still don't even mm-hmm. know if that's okay or if that's a time where they should have not figured it out, but been better. But okay. Um. So they join um Samantha, who's at the table already, and she's with two young guys. The chef, who is described as the hottest chef in New York, is called John. John with just J-O-N, not without a Yes. Name. I thought and- it was
1: weird she found that important to tell us, but okay. I think but I think the way I
0: took it was oh do you mean the hottest part or the spelling?
1: No, the spelling. I'm oh. like that's not an unusual spelling of John but okay.
0: I guess it's not, but I took it as I can't think of a name right now, but there's certain names where they say where you just feel like oh guys who spell this with without a disc are usually then insert whatever stereotype is in there. So that's how I kind of interpreted it, but I'm not sure. Again, just trying to show
1: us how trendy he was.
0: (laughs) Yes. And then his friend Sam. And Sam is played by the lovely Timothy Oliphant who you love. Yes, he's cute. Justified Justified. by any of
1: you haven't watched Justified, I highly recommend it. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let me shock you. I haven't. (gasps) (laughs) <gasps> <Ten. laughs> this is very shocking to me you... I know, it's right You're... up my alley Oh I my have goodness two friends who I trust TV-wise Who have told me to watch it over and over I've watched it oh, one oh, time I'm I, Yes, I know I watched one episode it... it was so good It was, um, I forget her name But it was a highlight reel for an Emmy winner in the show But I just oh never I, I, I hope to rectify it before the end of my life
1: If you guys don't know, Tane is like queen of TV. She's seen everything. She will remember everything. So I'm legit shocked right now that she's never seen Justified. Wow. I know.
0: (laughs) I should actually do a list of shows that people will be shocked I haven't seen. But Justified, I haven't seen. But for those who, Justified is a little on the older side. And most recently, you might recognize him from The Santa Clarita Diet with Drew Barrymore on Netflix, which got canceled. But I really enjoyed that show. But yeah, he's cute, and he's much, much younger here. Very
1: young.
0: (laughs) Baby. Pretty much a baby, yeah. And he's pretty much, I guess, they divvy up, and John is cozying up to Samantha, and Sam seems to be giving googly eyes to Carrie. He offers to get them a drink, and when he asked them what it is that they want. I think Miranda is also there. I know we said she didn't really feature much, but see, I literally forgot she was there too. I actually yeah. just remember she was there. <laughs> <laughs> but but so I say she wants a martini, and then it reminded me how martini was the oh, well, it was a Cosmo that was the drink of the show. It right? was. Okay. It was. So she said she wanted a martini, and this is significant. And he goes to get it, that he knows the bartender, and then he'll be able to because Carrie's like, it's so crowded. They couldn't place an order, so he goes, "I'll go get it for them." Then Samantha and John uh, making out at the table, and I don't, I don't know why I was bothered by them moaning while kissing. I've watched the show where it was a thing for the person, but I think that would be an annoying thing. Like, is that normal? Please, like, this is Samantha.
1: I feel like it's very on brand for Samantha. If it was Carrie or even Miranda, I'd be like, uh dial it down a notch but I think this is very on brand for Samantha and I think the whole point of the scene was that yes this is weird and uncomfortable (laughs) she's doing too much but I feel like it's all part of building up the kind of character Samantha is but yeah it made me uncomfortable if I was out I'd be like
0: "Ah." (laughs) uh would that be a deal breaker for you if you find someone who you really enjoy their company but every time they kiss they made noises not even negative. Like oh, exact you mean just noises in general? Like they make. Oh, no, That's not what a I'm about to say. Huh? If
1: it, it, no, it's not a deal breaker. I wouldn't want you to kiss me like that in public.
0: Yeah, it is in public. That's why it's considered a deal. If you're doing it in private, I mean, not I mean, necessarily deal breaker category.
1: I'm not really a PDA kind of person anyway. Okay. So I doubt I would even be in that situation, apart from maybe a peck. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs>
0: But no, this it's
1: a deal breaker.
0: But that's why I asked if it was normal because I realized that the only time I've ever seen this is on TV. I don't mm. know that I've ever seen people kiss Do you know what? and moan. I say all of life. this.
1: I say all of this. <laughs> I just had a flashback to many, many, many years ago. Um, I was standing standing outside Westminster station. Anybody who's familiar with Westminster um in London is like a really high traffic area i'll say so standing outside westminster tube station and i'd just gone on my first official date we'd been talking and you know all of that with a guy um and he kissed me goodbye and we were definitely making out in the street i just remembered and people pushing us out of the way like excuse me could you do that somewhere else (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so maybe <laughs> so even though i said i can't imagine myself maybe it depends on the man
0: okay so from nowhere skipper the incel pops up i had no idea that he was even actually around okay. and he comes in and he's like oh they start making martinis so rum and cokes and then miranda she don't got time for this guy she's like she's all snappy i was like i hate rum and, and as soon as she says that, Sam comes back with the drinks and then he comes with martinis. And I swear to God, Skipper has never looked as loserish as he did <laughs> in that scene. Do you know what?
1: St- um, Skipper just stresses me out. I was just like, why are you doing this to yourself? Again, remember how I said respect was a big thing? <laughs> yes. Me? Miranda's so disrespectful to Skipper all the time. Yes. It doesn't matter who's around. And it annoys me that he puts up with it. I know it sounds like, weird, but I get irritated. I'm just like, grow a backbone. Oh my gosh. But I think it's for you, so probably,
0: it probably goes um, all around, not only respecting people, but also respecting yourself, I guess? Yes. Yes. 100 <laughs> like shit. Like, why are you even yes. in public and in private, to be honest? Uh-huh. So... Anyway, so samples carry aside and I guess back in the day it was a big deal. He showed her his tongue ring and she's so fascinated by that. And to be honest, I will say it was a big deal. I remember when I was in college, a friend of mine got a tongue ring and I just thought it was the bravest thing ever. So Okay, so
1: here's <laughs> another fun fact about me. I had my tongue pierced for like well over 10 years and I didn't think it was particularly a big deal but I will say I felt like it was more of a big deal when I was here in America than I, it was in England so Man. I don't know if it's a cultural difference
0: you must have had like a whole you must have been just fascinating you come to America everyone's <laughs> talking about your accent talking no, about
1: your no, piercing. No. No, no I told you I've lived a million lives okay that's why I can afford to be boring now but um, yeah but I've all yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal I in the UK, but I definitely think people made more of a big deal about it here. Yeah, But that scene was so funny to me. <laughs> Why did just like, me. Why are you grabbing this strange man's tongue in this club? And the way he flicked out his tongue, it just reminded me of a snake. I was just like, put that away. <laughs> it was so strange <laughs> to me. But it was funny.
0: It looked painful. It looked like a mini barbell. Like a mini... Like...
1: Do you know what it was? It's because it's clearly not timothy oliphant's tongue it was like a tongue double or whatever so the way it was cut in Ah. it just made me laugh
0: Ah. so yeah yeah. so she's literally like all up in his tongue like her hand is in his (laughs) hand examining it back and forth and then big walks up to them and then they start going back and forth she was like oh i thought you weren't coming he's like why did you think that she's like oh you left a message they're going around and then this obnoxious dude just comes in yes. and I came in because it took me an hour to get in and then it took me to tell you that I only had 30 minutes to spend because I had to go here and now I just have just enough time to tell you that I am out of time. Listen, I think- I ben, would have been done with him. Big left then. all the clues, all the clues, like don't give this man, you know, a chance. And then Carrie says men in their 40s are like a crossword puzzle. They're tricky, complicated And you're never really sure you've got the right answer And I'm like, it's not men in their 40s It's most men, to be honest you, um,
1: I actually thought the opposite I feel like by that age You should know what you want And not be afraid to go after it I just, I found it strange That she thought men in their 40s Were harder to figure out than men in their 20s Maybe then But I wouldn't say that would be The case nowadays for sure
0: so you think men outgrow this
1: thing that they do i'm trying not to be like men are trash (laughs) i'm taking
0: a day off (laughs) but well because i don't i I, I don't that's why i'm like when she said men are 40s in their 40s like i guess the grace period is ended and you you should have it figured out i think you're right but i don't think that's what i mean so i feel like
1: i'd be less likely to put up with that if it was a man in their 40s over a man in their 20s because Mm why are you in your 40s and you don't even know whether you want to go on a date i don't find that attractive be decisive you're not 25.
0: you're right yeah i agree right yeah so they switch locations they get tired of the location they're in and they switch to a 20-something club and there's not enough space to sit down, and Carrie finds herself on Sam's lap somehow or the other. And I suddenly realized that Carrie is a flirty person. Is it very sorry, like <laughs> with the eyes, she's always cocking her head to the side or always running twisting. her hands through her hair. <laughs> yeah. So I was yeah. like, hey, she's a very um flirty person. And then Samantha um gives Carrie a full rundown. And she asks a question, Carrie is like, are men in their 20s the new designer drug? She couldn't help but wonder, what did they see in us? I I was gonna, you know, due diligence, I was gonna dig further to ask my friends, who, a, a guy friends, if they dated someone in their 30s um, when they were in their 20s, what the allure was. I mean, it's very simplistic, to just as you will be, a lot of them say like the sexual experience or whatever. But mm-hmm. I was just curious to see if there would have been anything else um, that drew them to them.
1: Not to speak for men, but I will say just thinking back, my male friends who dated older women, it all seemed to be based on apparent sexual confidence or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but see, I was willing to give a chance because that's what I assume the answer will always be
1: yeah but you know just but trying not speak for them maybe we're yeah wrong. maybe someone <laughs> has <She's> more insight
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking about it like in my 30s I didn't date anyone younger when I was no. in my 20s I dated um people younger than me that were still in their 20s but younger than me but I think it turned me off. and there were two completely different um experiences the first one was just childish just immature it was just more Fun. I think what I liked was I'm a serious person, and he was just more like a jokey kind of mm-hmm. person. So I kind of liked that a little, but I'm also very structured. So at some point, he just drove me insane. So that didn't I've
1: work. Al- I've always been the kind of woman that was like, I'm not dating anyone younger than me, even if they were my age, they were too young. Yeah. I was. I don't know why it was a mental thing with me. I always wanted someone like two, three years older than me. But yeah. I remember when I um first turned 30 um I dated someone who was two years younger than me and honestly my head was such a big deal for <laughs> a few weeks and I was just like oh my gosh get over it like what is this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, you know because I don't I don't want to feel like the big mummy in the relationship You know, <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I don't want to mother you yeah but, um Yeah, apart from that, I've dated one other person who was also two years younger than me, but none of them were serious. We just went on a few dates. But now I'll say it's not something I'll rule out. But I think I still prefer to date men who are older than me, or at least my age.
0: So my second experience was someone who was more serious, more ambitious, more everything. But with that came an arrogance Mm
1: -hmm. where
0: they would not have met your criteria for being respectful. That was, yes. cool. in fact, he never actually like broke up with me. He literally just stopped talking to me.
1: Wow, literally Ocean just,
0: <laughs> just remember then, I got a random email like many months later, and I'm like, "What are you even doing?" But Clock. so it put me. No, it completely put me off. I was like, "I'm never dating anyone younger." I know my mom had an issue with it because, of course, our goal was like, "You need to get married," and this guy's younger. Mm-hmm it doesn't matter. But I think for me, I mean, not like I'm dating, but the, I realized as I got older, like, honestly, it's just the character of the person because men are just, you know. know. It
1: all depends. Some people are mature. Some people are immature at the age of 50 something. I've met grown men when I'm just like, wow, you're a big man, you know? So you're right. It all depends on the person. Yeah. The older I've gotten, I think I've, become a bit less shallow and rigid about certain <laughs> things so i say wow i sense shade in that laughter
0: <laughs> me no i'm just listening now so, annoying. <laughs> so um anyway so we get the montage again with the early episodes like whenever there's like a topic we see a montage of people just random people just answering um, the question, whatever question Carrie has posed. So um, one guy was like, Every bullshit nice thing you do to a 30 something is like throwing food to the starving. I was like, Ouch. Oh, no. <laughs> but I don't think I see lies. I, I don't know. I didn't, because you get to a point where, like we were saying, like the same way you were saying, like, like a man in their 40s should be like, you know, know what you want, know what you did. But in the 30s, I think that whole, again, I guess for maybe the pressure and everything going on, and you're just tired of dating. Like, listen, if you started dating, I had my quote unquote first boyfriend, official boyfriend when I was 13. That's a long time to be girl. And you just love dating. <laughs> just saying. I'm messing with you, I'm
1: messing
0: with you. I'm just saying. And then it's like you get to your 30s or whatever. Literally, you put in like... 20 something odd years yeah. you dating and you're just tired and then maybe you just kind of feel like there's no hope or something i don't know what it is but i just wondered is there some truth to what he said is like but i feel there is because you get to a point where i've always said just because a guy is good or nice doesn't necessarily mean he's a guy for you but we get yeah. to that point where you meet a good guy or a nice guy but because it's so rare you're just like i mean but he's a good guy so that yeah. was how I interpreted what he said is like every nice thing you do is like throwing food and starving because you just get used to not being treated so well that you just take mm. someone treating you well as, you know.
1: Do you know what? I water. was already to completely disagree with that, but I think that's a really good point you've made because I've definitely given some men more of a leeway than I would have just because they're quote unquote nice and there's nothing wrong with them on paper. So I'd be like, yeah. you know what? Let me just see. But I also feel like it gets to a point. Maybe I can only speak for myself, where I'm just like, I'm old, I'm tired. I've been dating for goodness knows how long. I honestly don't care anymore. (laughs) Whatever happens, happens. And it's made me a bit more like, uh, I'm not gonna die. Like I can live without a man if I have to. Yeah. I'd rather not, but I'm not gonna die if I do. So I think I vacillate between those two
0: emotions. So, yeah, because my know. first reaction was to be like, oh, that's not true. But then you kind of like sit with it for a little bit. And then you realize mm-hmm. like, hmm, maybe there's some truth to it. The second yeah, person but... was like, oh, they give great head. And anyway. then another person was like, they remind me of my mom. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> no comment. And Skip of the Incel was featured in the montage And then yes. he's like They know who they are and they know what they want And it was just yeah. Hilarious how they were in a basketball court And it was hilarious how they made him miss all the shots That he took
1: Yeah he looked like it was his first time seeing a basketball Even the way he held it Was stressing me out
0: And then I, like I said I feel like we should make this a segment But there was a, a what Inappropriate or not on this show The last person they featured in the montage was a 17 year old senior, (laughs) high school senior, who says, smart pussy. Yes. Why is it 30 something year old?
1: (laughs) Because I think they showed him before in the club scene, right? When the show was talking about. Yes, that that came in.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And I'm just like, why is this little boy here? And why do we care about his opinion on older women? (laughs) Because every woman around him will be older because he's 17 hanging around with adults. But yeah, you're right. I don't think that would happen in 2020. I don't think it would happen.
0: So Carrie and Miranda are walking down the streets. They moved on from the night. And Miranda says there are no available men in their 30s in New York. And honestly, okay, I've never lived in New York and I get it. New York has its own dating pattern or whatever. But I always wonder why New Yorkers feel dating in New York is so different from anywhere else. Because I usually feel like everyone has the same complaint. In every big city, I've lived in like four different cities. Everyone said the same thing about dating, about it's so hard and the men are this, the men are that. So why?
1: I've never lived in New York either, but I've lived in London. And I honestly think it's just the arrogance of living in a big city. People in London don't think any other city exists apart from London. Just like people in New York don't think any other city exists. So I think that's just part of the arrogance of living in a huge city. You think uh, this is only happening to us. and None of you small towners would get it. I think that's the explanation I have for that.
0: Okay. So, um, again... Miranda and Carrie are still walking and then Carrie suddenly bolts and she tells her that she has something to do and she has a meeting, but she was lying. She went to meet up with Sam because she was helping him buy a shirt. And something that's so interesting about the relationship is that so far, all they've done is kiss. Like they just kiss and kiss and kiss um, for a lot of hours. And it just reminded me of the simplicity of much younger when you're just dating someone and you just kiss and there wasn't all that pressure you know do you
1: know what i feel like maybe then but not now just you know i have i always say i have an in with you know the the young generation (laughs) because two of my siblings are quite a bit younger than me i don't think it's the case anymore you know people are like having sex in middle school which i was blown away
0: back in the day for us Yes, not definitely. like definitely. now where there's the pressure of sex. Like back in the day, you could be dating someone as a teenager and not yes. have sex, but now you're probably gonna someone's gonna tell you, I'm
1: Yeah,
0: I'm pregnant, like, you're not being you realistic. 16 and pregnant,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so, silly.
0: so it was just like I feel like kids of today, like even though people see you as lame or whatever, but they lost the innocence of it all, like, mm-hmm. you don't even have that phase in your life because all you know is oh i'm supposed to give head or oh, i'm supposed to do this oh everybody's yeah. so it is what it is um so yeah so they've been i guess kissing for hours upon hours and i also think she was a little ashamed because or and this is why i think i'm a miranda because i'm like there's a reason why she didn't tell miranda i feel like if it was um samantha maybe she would have told her yeah <laughs> like, i agree i can be a little judgy But that's what I'm
1: saying. People (laughs) complain about their friends withholding information from them. It's because you're judgy when they tell you. You know what I mean? So you can't can't complain when people don't, because they know the the reaction they're going to get. And so I get it. I think it was shitty of her to lie to Miranda. (laughs) Just to, like, go shopping with a guy. Because I'm like, your friend's trying to hang out with you. But I also understand why she didn't say anything to Miranda. Because if I was in Carrie's shoes, I probably wouldn't have either. (laughs) Because then you're going to have to hear it from Miranda, and you're just not in the mood. But you're right, actually. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That she she wouldn't hesitate to say something to Samantha. Yeah. Or even Charlotte, I don't think she would.
0: Samantha would judge her for just kissing. <laughs> yes. I think <laughs> But I think Carrie will be fine with that. Miranda would be like, What are you doing? Why would you yeah. Why would you go buy a shirt? Why would you and then she's probably like yeah. that's why I'm like, Oh yeah, you're like <laughs> But anyways, um so um at some point all of a sudden I think we switch and Carrie is getting ready in the house and she's in a rush to meet up with I don't know if the, yeah, this was when she the had decided mm-hmm then we're going to meet up again. And then Charlotte calls and she's in a frenzy. And she's like, she, Carrie picks up the phone without even knowing who calls. And she's like, whoever just called, I can't speak right now. I need to leave my apartment in 10 minutes. And then Charlotte's like, yeah, I have something that I need to tell you that I can't even say it again on the phone. And then Carrie's like, I have no time for this. Like, you need to let me know. So she tells her what it is. And then she's like, meet me in your apartment in 10 minutes. And then she goes over there. I have no recollection of what it was. And I'm just like, oh my God, what happened? what happened? And then it turns out that what, that her boyfriend had said something and later asked that later tonight we should have, you know, sex. And I'm just I like... I was
1: so mad. I was like, I know this heifer did not call Carrie or hyperventilating. Like, oh my gosh, I can't say it. This is an emergency. And Carrie is already running late for a date, rushes to you just for you to tell me this. (laughs) This couldn't have waited until after my date. This couldn't have waited until tomorrow. I was so confused and mad.
0: (laughs) It was such a letdown, especially, (sighs) what was it again? What was it? It had to be an emergency because it's one thing if Charlotte is overreacting. It's another when Carrie too was like, oh my God. Me me up. Oh, yes. like, oh gosh. So I just thought it was hilarious how they reacted. She calls the other girls for backup as well. Yeah, oh my gosh. But I think the true comedy um because sometimes I think Sex and the City is not like a sitcom and doesn't have like a laugh track. So sometimes you forget that it's an actual, you know, with the brand of comedy that it is. But honestly, the true comedy was just in the scene because the way the cab driver was reacting to it. Mm -hmm. Carrie and her, Carrie has the worst jokes But she was like, no smoking He told her no smoking, she was like, it's a butt joke A hole, and then Samantha saying A hole is a hole And just every because at this point Everyone being very unprimey right now Yes, everybody was just there And having a conversation, we're not going to talk about how All four women fit comfortably At the back of a cab, but okay
1: (laughs) So I have some (laughs) thoughts About this whole thing With Charlotte and her boyfriend Okay, go ahead I don't know if I'm slightly skipping or not, but even in that conversation she's having with them, not once does she consider whether she actually wants to do it for herself or not. All of it is kind of predicated on what people are going to think of her. Okay. So she's like, I don't want to be seen as an up the butt girl. I don't, she's so concerned with other people's opinions of her. She doesn't even consider whether or not she actually wants to have anal sex with this man. I'm going to when they
0: have the conversation. Yep, I agree.
1: And I didn't realize in the first watching. I think it was when I watched it the second time. I was like, wait a minute, she hasn't even considered about whether she wants to do it because she wants to or if she doesn't want to do it because it's not her thing. It's all about how she would look to yeah. the man. Yeah, and yeah. I th- yeah, that kind of bothered me. But
0: yeah, <laughs> yep, I agree. I'll bring it up when she has to talk with Brian himself. But yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think I took notes on that. So we switch and then they have a good time and then they laugh about it. And then Charlotte is still distressed. I think she's just annoyed. Like everyone thinks it's a joke, but to her, her <laughs> world has ended, but we switched scenes. And then, um, you know, Carrie said she was late. I wondered how late she was. Cause she had enough time to leave the <laughs> apartment to go to charlotte's to pick up the girls pick up the three other hair, people. and then go pick but anyway she goes and she meets up with big and then big um is with a friend called jack who is british was he british well he had a british accent
1: oh i didn't hear that at all you didn't to... no oh. i don't think he was british you know
0: okay maybe Check i
1: have in. to listen to it again
0: but yeah, yeah. He's not British to me. So, and then um, Big is like, oh, sorry about that. He called me crying. And she's just like, you know what, dude? I'm over this. Because I think she thought, again, this was supposed to be like a date or a thing or whatever it was, but just two of them. But he has a friend that is around. Now, he may be right that he called and crying, but you didn't do her the courtesy of calling yeah. and letting her know that, oh, that this friend came. Because I'm sure he just didn't call you 10 minutes ago. And you know she was late, anyways. So she, so to me, consistent. I think Carrie did the right thing. She left, paid mm-hmm. her part, and she sarcastically said, "Absolutely," <laughs> because he said, "Are you sure?" And then she's like, "Absolutely." And yes, I'm, like, I'm so, I am so proud of you because that was exactly the right thing to do. She he threw his was, own words back at him. Yep. <laughs> he has done way too much. I'm so glad she paid, and I'm so glad that. You know, She left and she stood up for herself Even though as we see later It was the money that she didn't have She threw (laughs) (laughs) This is very typical Carrie
1: And guys keep in mind that In all of this Carrie's wearing A really huge fur coat
0: She's
1: got on $400 shoes Which in today's currency I'm sure will be about $1,000 shoes (laughs) And a really nice I'm sure designer dress (laughs) But she doesn't have any money on her
0: For she used her cab money so she walked like a lot of many blocks and i thought she was walking home or something but instead she ended up at the club and ends up seeing sam because she said she wanted to feel better she said she wanted to feel better but it wasn't working she'd gotten tired of having of just kissing for hours and i guess she just wanted some d in to make her feel better so We go later to, I mean, they go home together and we'll come back because that's how um, the episode ends. But in between, which I thought was just weird story editing, but in between we see Charlotte having a conversation with Brian about it and just saying that she doesn't want to do it this way. And like Nana said, she's just like, I don't want people to see me as, you know, the -the up-the-butt girl um, and don't marry up-the-butt girls. And I don't want that. And he's just like, okay, can we fuck the regular way? and that was that yeah but my my problem with it was in all of this the big issue is like women generally always feel like they have to accommodate men yes with what they ask for when we have a stay in relationship but for some reason we're so worried about like how she said men don't marry the -the up-the-butt girl but women marry the in-the-butt gir- guy? I mean, like, <laughs> why is that another thing? Like, why don't we feel like we can judge someone? Like, it's just like how, oh, men stepped to 300 people, and they're like, you know how men are, but women did yeah. it. and they go, why can't we set our own standards? I'm not going to marry you because you're a hoe. The life not gonna- is not
1: fair.
0: So even though it they ask... Isn't. This is true. Even though they're the ones that ask, we're the mm-hmm. ones who have to say yes or no. Like, I just yep. don't understand that just because a man put it on the table... Means it's something we should consider If it's something I don't want to Then we should have that right not to that's
1: I, I just kept thinking Charlotte You are in your 30s If, But I guess it's true to the kind of character Charlotte is But it just annoyed me Because I'm like you didn't even consider Whether you wanted to for yourself or not Yeah. It was all about what he was going to think of you And that's the part that annoyed me And irritated me because, yeah. like I said, I feel like these women they're kind of always centering the men in their lives yeah. instead of themselves, and it's really bothering me, yeah, but I suppose Samantha centers herself, so I have to give that
0: to her <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it is and I, I, and I think it also points to how you know how everyone always says the good the key to a good relationship, communication, communication, honestly, guys, if it was that easy, we would all be flying high on really. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Sometimes to communicate and maybe even harder When it's somebody that you actually care about But mm-hmm. the thing was like Instead of running to your friends To, you know, decipher What does this mean, whatever It was just a simple conversation We we tend to get all twisted up About things and honestly Men are intelligent but sometimes they don't think that deep Because I don't know capable. <laughs> Do you know, I think it's because
1: Charlotte Charlotte made it sound like Her relationship was on the line If she refused to um, have anal sex with him um but when she actually spoke to him about it he was very understanding and reasonable yeah. about yeah. her doubts so you're right she should have just spoken to him to begin with
0: just stand up and say like well no it's not something i'm comfortable for instead of making it this big, big and it becomes this thing and you don't want to talk about because yeah. it's the same thing as the whole thing we carry in big like, you're having this whole thing. Is it a thing? Is it a date? It was like, so are you picking me up as a date or are you picking me up as just two friends who enjoy each other? Yeah, like straight up. Uh, that that would have helped. I can tell you what it is. What Miranda is going to tell you is not what Samantha is going to tell you. So <laughs> it's true.
1: you just get but all
0: then, If that. Had,
1: if all of that happened, we would have nothing to talk about. So <laughs> it's yeah, good this to is true. See.
0: This is true. I'm just saying like in general, how it applies to, you know, the real life hmm Like how you And know. I actually
1: don't think it's that different from real life. Like you said, um we all have not all, but most of us I say we suffer from poor communication. So yeah. I don't think is that unrealistic.
0: So um we switched to our first boob sighting of the show. It's amazing. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, we've no. seen the girl in episode. Okay. The first setting yes. of the four main characters.
1: Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> so we see Samantha and she's having sex with John with no age. And all of a sudden, he's just like, you have the cutest little wrinkles. And I think if Samantha had a boner, it was gone. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe love.
1: You know, maybe this is me overthinking. Guys, this is what I do best. If there were Olympic sports for overthinking I would win every time but I kind of felt the way that Samantha was shot in the sex scenes it felt a little gratuitous to me and this is in comparison to Carrie's sex scene which is like in the next scene not and it goes beyond the fact that you see Samantha's breasts and you don't with Carrie but I don't know it just felt a bit because of the kind of character Samantha is supposed to be That oh it's okay to show her in this way But maybe I'm overthinking it I probably am but no, it, I... Of, it nagged at me a little bit It just it made me feel a bit like Hmm these right. aren't being shot the same way
0: Yeah but it goes back to what we discussed in episode one Where yeah. it was just What was negotiated in the characters Left to them I think Carrie would have been shot you know different sex scenes but it was just from the jump they made it clear mm-hmm. like even throughout the whole series we do not mm-hmm. see this girl have hbo premium channel sex yep so it is what it is because literally samantha's we could actually see like sweat beads even though we know yeah. stuff they spray on the actors carrie just came out dry full bra full yeah. everything just what i'm like girl mm. yeah but yeah so, so yeah so I think that's mm-hmm I think that's what it was. So, anyways, Carrie has sex with Sam, and then she's like, "This is exactly what she wanted." And then she was so thinking back. Remember the montage where the person said, "The women from the '30s, you give them any bit of niceness, and they take it like a starving child." Or whatever he said. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> Carrie just said, and then the best part—he spooned me. I'm like, "Well, that is what he was referring." to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I rolled my eyes.
0: I'll just say that I was like, "Girl." Come on. <laughs> yes right woman he he said they'll be grateful so anyway she um she woke up and she walked what felt like an actual walk of shame because she was like walking through the apartment and she's like oh my god she's like in the daylight everything was just like whoa what have i done and she's seeing his apartment and she was seeing like how it's just designed and how nasty it was like Also, Carrie's a screamer. I can't count how many times she was screaming at something. I don't know what it was. you know
1: what? I would have screamed too because that place was filthy. (laughs) Disgusting. It
0: was filthy. I would never use that
1: bathroom. I thought it was very realistic because, fam, I've got stories (laughs) to tell you. When you've been to, like, somebody's house, you're just hanging out, and you're just like, why does this look like this? And then you quickly find a reason to leave. But you're right. I would never have used that bathroom. I would have held it. And no. risk the chance of wetting myself than being in that bathroom.
0: <laughs> she was no a no. mall and I would have a- a Starbucks or something. That was just disgusting. And then there was no Filthy. tissue, and he's like, I use the tissue for the coffee. I can't
1: Yeah. It was not- disgusting guys there were like sink um dirty plates in the sink old pizza boxes i was just like, oh my gosh this is so disgusting you really was so yeah i understand the screaming i'm on carrie's side with that
0: <laughs> but anyways well she made a comment and she's like i had outgrown the men of my past and not quite grown into the men of my future hmm. what do you think about that
1: um yes and no <laughs> yes, outgrowing the men of her past because yeah, that apartment. Mm-mm. She realised she can't do it. She's not down to hang in that filthy apartment anymore. But not quite grown into a men of your future. I'm just like, what do you mean by that? Exactly. Big is, I guess she's comparing Sam to Big, but Big, I feel like is acting kind, was acting kind of immature this whole season um, episode. He yeah. didn't once just come out and say what he wanted. So yeah, I'll say half and half with that. Yeah. Whether I agreed with it or not.
0: I'll say like Sam was not financially there, but mm-hmm. emotionally he was just out there. This is what you want. Like I I if okay, it might not have been what they intended, but the way I took it, I didn't feel like Sam even pressured her in any way, like we need to come back to my place and have sex. He no. like, was just going with the flow. And where Big might have money, but he was still emotionally lacking.
1: Yep. Carrie was mad at Big. So she literally, she's like, I'm not going to waste this outfit. I'm yes. not going to waste this look. So as she knew Sam would be someone she could transfer her feelings onto just for the night. She just wanted to feel good and wanted yes. for the night. Yes. So that's clearly what she was doing with Sam.
0: Yes. So she leaves, and she's walking home, and then she randomly runs into Jack, and Jack is the guy who we can't decide if he's British or not, and he's with a lady, and then all of a sudden, in the corniest thing, Big pops up because he was tying his shoelaces, so he was down under the like table. he was
1: fixing the table.
0: Fixing the table because wobbly he legs. had wobbly legs and stuff Yeah, Man. And then he asked to join them and she said no. And I was like, yes, the right answer again.
1: I was so happy as well. Like,
0: right answer. Again. I didn't expect that, but I was like, good, keep going. And then she kept walking and then he did what he was supposed to do and ran after her and actually asked her out to dinner and make Thank it clear. And once again, Carrie did the right thing. She said she was coy and she said, call me. I'm like, yes, girl.
1: You know, I wanted to clap for her so Christy. much. Ooh.
0: Nicely, I'm so proud of you because I don't expect that from you. But yeah. he played that very nicely. So <laughs> she's walking away, and she's so elated, and she's so she's like a little schoolgirl. And the um the last thing she says is maybe men are a drug. Sometimes they bring you down, and sometimes, like now, they get you so high. And I hate to admit it, but she's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what it's would abs- you do without them?
0: Exactly. I hate the fact that you know back in the day going back and forth, and someone just texts you something and your whole mood is just ruined because some (laughs) motherfucker from wherever nantucket (laughs) decides i'm gonna say this or you're having a back day and someone just texts you something and you're just like oh my god (laughs) that's so annoying you know what
1: cracked me up with that scene um when she tells big oh call me and she's feeling all good about herself because she had the perfect parting line she's walking yeah. away got a swish in her hip and then she looks back yeah he's looking at her and he like smiles and she's like damn that would have been so much cooler if I didn't look back Yeah, and i was laughing because I'm like that is so me I will have like the perfect line I would have been like call me then I'd get home and I'll be texting like so what time do you want to do that? <laughs> I'm like girl you just killed like the perfect line but yeah it just made me laugh it's very realistic, in my opinion.
0: But yeah, I mean, overall, I found that it was a really enjoyable episode. I found it interesting the way the reaction was set up um, about the whole... Well, it was a big deal about anal sex. I don't know what the climate was at the time, if it was seen as some taboo. Because I don't know that that would be a huge storyline, like on the TV show now.
1: Mm. Would it... Do you know what? Just thinking about it, I think it may still be, you know? I don't think really? it's. Yeah. I think it may still be. I don't think it's something people talk about that openly as compared to other sexual acts. So I really do feel like it may still be kind of a big deal. Not like a huge deal, but it could carry a storyline.
0: Okay. Because I know it was like a big deal deal in one of the origins podcasts that i listened to i know they had te- like you know they were on the fence about is this going too far talking we about sex it. and all that and also no one's ever talked about it like that so i mean good on them you know for talking about it i think it would have been interesting well i guess it wouldn't be a story if it happened to samantha she doesn't care Yes, that would as exactly. as to what the interesting thing is i don't know if we got a stance about how each person besides samantha felt about it
1: Um, Miranda was like I think Miranda's like kind She was uh, more or less saying Why do you want to or why don't you She was not interested in the why Why are you so resistant to it Yeah. While Samantha was all for it Carrie we didn't really get a concrete answer But you know what Thinking about um, you saying Whether it would be a big deal now or not I'm going back to um, Another TV show Insecure That I'm sure many of you have seen and a few seasons ago, I remember was a big talking point on social media. Um, that the protagonist, Issa, um, she's going out with somebody and he asked her to give him a blowjob. And there was that kind of whole vibe of like, oh, black girls don't really do that. And I remember everyone on social media was like, was this written in 1991? Like, what's going on here? It just didn't ring true. Yeah. And I feel like if it had been anal sex That we're talking about Then it would have been a bit more realistic Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, and I'm still trying to think about that Because honestly, the most recent season Like literally mm-hmm. Molly asked Andrew to eat her ass and Yeah, like not but even... it's different now <laughs> That's yeah, what okay, I've seen like, in the last like...
1: week. But do you remember the season I was talking about? Yeah, it was yeah, 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 and Daniel And people yeah. couldn't believe that well, this is like a storyline yeah but, yeah so things, mean, just... and things have changed in the last few years i feel like with people being more open to talk about it but i mean that was just two years ago
0: that was easy yeah
1: two years. so but i don't know I, I still think they could make a storyline out of that in this okay. day and age but again it depends on the character right
0: yeah, it does. So I guess, it, it. I think it had more impact because it was Charlotte. So they chose the yes. right thing to do it. So, I mean, the way I feel about it, at the end of the day, everybody, you know, everybody should always do what's comfortable. to. Mm-hmm. Because I think Those it's really very good to get carried away, you know, with social media, with society yeah. and stuff. Not because what people say, because you should always do what you want. Not what yes. you end up with regrets or you end up doing something you don't want to do because yes. listen, if you listen to everything people say, there are people who talk about how, uh, oh, missionary is so vanilla. Now you have people who are scared to say they like missionary. Like this is the world. People are liars. No, people. I'm just saying. People like are professional li- people are
1: professional liars on this social media. That's so what I'm saying. Listen for any of them.
0: So, so anything you want to do, do it, you know, because that's what you want to do. And yes, I mean they will always, you know, listen, I'm not going to discredit what Charlotte was saying because the kind of society or life she wants to live or whatever, Hey, it probably matters to them. You mm-hmm. know, does this person, has this person have they ever, you know, whatever. So if you know that's kind of life you want, weigh your risks and know what you're doing or pick your, know your audience, I guess, whoever yes. you do whatever with, don't go be with someone who, Maybe mm-hmm. one second they're high and they're spilling all the secrets.
1: I hundred percent agree with you. Like
0: but I think one thing we should always remember is we all we 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 as women have a say and have power. I, I you yes. know, it's very easy to fall into quote unquote the role society have put for us and to be mar or marriageable or whatever the incorrect English term is. But <laughs> <laughs> that was my symbolism for and i think partly why i liked it it wasn't just about just you know the anal sex that she asked for but it's just realizing that you know we have a say in relation yes. we might not ask ourselves to get married or we might be on a timeline but at the end of the day you still have a say it's okay to have standards
1: <laughs> that's good i think that's a good takeaway yeah Definitely. don't be forced into doing anything you don't want to do because, trust me, people will push your buttons and before long, you're definitely doing something you don't want to do. So, to do. Yep. set
0: your
1: you... boundaries and stick to them as best as you can. And I know it's easier said than done. Yes. Yeah. Try. <laughs> try.
0: So, yeah, that's all we have for you kind folks out there. Yes. And we thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying. Um, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying watching we thank you for all the kind words that we've seen we still ask if you can subscribe follow it's the rewatch times 2 t h e r e w a t c h x 2 on instagram on twitter and it's also at gmail.com if you'd like to email us send us anything that you'd like questions comments feedback doesn't matter what you know episode we'd love, love to, to-
1: we'll keep you anonymous as well if you want to if you have any insights on anything
0: yes please give us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts. we yes. need that visibility <laughs> and we will see you next week have a wonderful week everyone Bye. Bye.